Rochester Regional Health, working every day to improve the health of individuals and communities so everyone can enjoy a better, healthier life, presents another edition of Rock Your Health Radio. Here's Bill Klaproth. What is antibiotic stewardship and how does that apply to penicillin skin testing and what do you need to know about that? With us is Dr. Allison Ramsey from Rochester Regional Health. Dr. Ramsey, thanks for being here. First off, can you give us a quick overview of antibiotic stewardship? I'd be happy to. Antibiotic stewardship is a hot topic in medicine these days. And what it really means is reserving or keeping uh, more powerful antibiotics in reserve for more resistant infections and using sort of the right antibiotic for the right infection. And the reason that applies to penicillin allergy and even other antibiotic allergy is patients who have a number of antibiotic allergies listed in their medical record often need to sort of graduate to the more powerful antibiotics to treat an infection that could potentially be treated by a different, more more effective antibiotic that they're avoiding because they're allergic. So you want to start with a, I don't want to say dose, a smaller dose, but you want to start with one that's not as powerful before going full bore in. Is that right? So, yes, without bringing everybody through a lesson in microbiology and antibiotics, there's multiple different antibiotic classes, and there's many different types of bacteria. And we know certain antibiotics are effective for certain types of bacteria. So they're, they're, they kind of match up like puzzle pieces. And with antibiotic allergy, sometimes you don't have the puzzle piece that fits the best available to you because you're allergic to it. So trying to match the correct antibiotic to the, the infection that the patient has is, is kind of the first step then. Correct. And if, and if you... If the wrong antibiotic is given, like you said, maybe the, the full dosage one, a smaller one, could have done the job first. Is that where the whole antibiotic resistance comes in? Right. So I wouldn't call it the, the wrong antibiotic necessarily. So many infections have multiple different antibiotics that could treat the infection. But you kind of want to use the one that's just right. And when you aren't able to because of an allergy or a patient's not able to take the antibiotic, using a more powerful antibiotic from maybe a different antibiotic class can sort of over time train bacteria to come up with ways of becoming resistant. And so it's the actually it's the bacteria that become resistant to the antibiotic, not, not the patient. And when it comes to penicillin skin testing, explain that to us. So if someone has a, an aller, allergic reaction to penicillin, you need to know that. So tell us about penicillin skin testing. Right. So penicillin allergy, just to give you a little bit of background, uh, I'm sure many of the listeners are thinking, oh, I have a penicillin allergy. And it's common. It's 10% of the population have a self-reported penicillin allergy. But through... Medical studies, we know that about 90% of the people walking around with a penicillin allergy aren't really allergic to penicillin. And the reason that's important is the penicillin antibiotics are still effective. They've been around for a long time, but they're still effective for a lot of infections that people routinely encounter. So ear infections in children, sinus infections in adults, pneumonias in adults. And so 
if patients, you know, 10% of our population is walking around with this penicillin allergy, they're the ones avoiding the antibiotic uh, probably unnecessarily, like I said, in 90% of the cases. So we as allergists actually have a pretty underutilized test, which is the penicillin skin test. And what that is, is it's not that, it's not different than uh, people that have been tested to environmental allergies or food allergies, at least for the first step. So the first step of the skin testing involves making a little poke in someone's skin with penicillin and then a sort of component of penicillin. And then we wait 15 minutes. And if they're allergic to the penicillin, they'll get an itchy bump. Um, I'm sure people that have had environmental allergy testing or food allergy testing are, are familiar with that. And then the next step of the penicillin test is an injection under the skin. And again, we're, we wait 15 minutes and look to see if there's a, an itchy bump that develops. Most of the time, there isn't. And so when someone has negative penicillin skin testing, we say, okay, your chance of having an anaphylactic type reaction, which includes, you know, trouble breathing or hives or itching, is really that of anyone off the street. And so if we have negative penicillin skin testing in someone who has a, you know, a, a remote or a long time ago history of possibly reacting to penicillin, that's really reassuring that we can try it again in their case. So you talked about a negative reaction. What is the worst case scenario for someone who has a uh, penicillin allergy if they're given penicillin? So you mean in the absence of skin testing, you took someone off the street and gave them penicillin, what would happen? Yeah, and how do we know that? Do we all uh, get tested for penicillin allergies as we're growing up? So how, no. how, like, how, as me as a normal person, how would I know if I have a penicillin allergy? I'm kind of curious. And and if I didn't know that I had one and I was given penicillin, uh, you, you know, you, you kind of alluded to what would happen. But what's a worst case scenario then if I'm given penicillin? Right. So the most important part, you know, to take a few steps back as allergists when we're evaluating someone with a penicillin allergy or another drug allergy is getting the history of someone's reaction. So if you've never had the medication, you can't be allergic to it. But people usually have, you know, something that they have experienced either in adulthood or if it's in childhood, oftentimes they've been told by their parents. Um, the type of reaction that um, our skin testing for penicillin addresses is what we call an immediate type reaction. And the symptoms that can go along with that would be hives, itching, redness of the skin, swelling, uh, trouble breathing, cough, or changes in blood pressure. When you have those symptoms kind of involving two or more systems in your body, that's anaphylaxis. I think people recognize that word as a severe allergic reaction. That's kind of the worst case scenario for a penicillin reaction. And that's what we can test for. So, you know, if someone has a reaction that sounds consistent with those symptoms, but it occurred in childhood or it occurred, you know, 15 years ago, it's worth revisiting because your immune system can, can forget can forget or does it change over time? Or it, Right, you can kind of, it can resolve over time. Uh, with penicillin allergy, a lot of, of what happens is in childhood, people are labeled with a penicillin allergy because they're on a penicillin-based antibiotic for an ear infection or a sinus infection, and they develop a rash that probably is due to the infection itself and not due to the 
antibiotic, but there's no way of knowing timing-wise. Uh, so a lot of people sort of march into adulthood with an allergy that maybe was never even a true allergy to begin with. And I should say that there's there's other parts of your immune system that can cause allergic reactions um, that we don't have testing for. So the most important part of my evaluation as an allergist when I'm speaking with a patient with a penicillin allergy or another drug allergy is really just getting at the heart of their history, what specific symptoms they had, and then we can decide if they're a candidate for penicillin skin testing or um, Sometimes, you know, my advice is to continue to avoid the specific medication, or sometimes my advice is to do what we call a challenge, where we actually give patients doses of the medication because we think it's unlikely they're allergic to it. So those are good ways to really understand whether or not a person is allergic to penicillin. And you have mentioned, uh, um, you know, um, ear infections, sinus infections, pneumonia. I would imagine most of our listeners that have had kids with ear infections, amoxicillin is a penicillin-based antibiotic, right? Correct. And so that's exactly what I'm saying. A lot of times kids are labeled with a penicillin allergy because there's no way to know if you get a rash while you're on amoxicillin. Maybe it's the, maybe it's the, the virus or the infection, um, or maybe it's the antibiotic. So it's, it's, it, in most cases, it's not the antibiotic, but the antibiotic sort of ends up getting put in the allergy, you know, under the allergy label just to be safe. So it's worth revisiting that as children get older or, or if it's happened in childhood and you're now an adult. Because Absolutely. amoxicillin is a very effective medication for ear infections, sinus infections, and a lot of times is unnecessarily avoided. So, Dr. Ramsey, if someone is allergic to penicillin, what is used in its place to treat infections? It depends on it. It depends on the infection, honestly. Um, in penicillins have uh, kind of a cousin uh, antibiotic called cephalosporins. Those generally can be used if someone is truly penicillin allergic. Um, and those are often used in the pediatric population for ear infections or sinus infections. Um, for pneumonias, there's a whole other class of antibiotics called the fluoroquinolones that may be used. So there are other options. People tend to get in a little bit of trouble when they have kind of accrued an antibiotic from multiple different classes. That's when it, it becomes trickier to find something to treat them with. So if it's not penicillin, it's, you know, there's, if someone has multiple other antibiotic allergies, it's still worth sort of talking about that and getting those addressed and, and to revisit them to see if someone truly needs to continue to, to avoid them. Absolutely. Well, that makes total sense. So the good news is if you do have a, a penicillin allergy, there are other drugs that can treat your infection. So that's the good news with that. Correct. Sounds great. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Ramsey. Why should someone choose Rochester Regional for their health care needs? I think speaking from our allergy practice specifically, we have doctors who work very hard to keep up with the current literature and uh, medical studies to treat our patients in sort of the most up-to-date with the most up-to-date treatments. And I know that's true in all areas of the hospital system. And everybody in our system cares about the patients, from the people checking you in to the nurses helping with your care to the doctors sort of directing your care. 
Well, Dr. Allison Ramsey, thank you so much for your time today and talking to us about penicillin skin testing. You're listening to Rock Your Health Radio with Rochester Regional Health. For more information, you can go to rochesterregional.org. That's rochesterregional.org. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.